This is Dr. Benny Tate, and you're listening to the Leeds Club Podcast, all about leadership, personal growth, and encouraging you in your walk with God. Our goal is simple, to help you lead like you never have before in your church, business, home, or whatever platform God has given you. Our next Lead Club session begins now. Blessings to you and welcome to this edition of our Leads Club. This is basically a club that is for Christian leaders, Christian business people, pastors, those involved in Christian service in any capacity. You know, I've noticed in my preaching, I've noticed I go back and I quote a lot of ministers from days gone by. I mean, just people like A.W. Tozer, Vance Havner, various people. And God said something to me, I really believe. He said, uh, dig in and study those lives. Dig in and study the lives of people that have passed on before us. And uh, I've been doing that. And what I want to talk to you today about lessons from the life of D.L. Moody. Lessons from the life of D.L. Moody. Uh, Rick Warren said this, He said, it's wise to learn from experience, but wiser to learn from the experience of others. And I really believe there's a wealth of information, there's a wealth of experience, there's a lot to take from the life of D.L. Moody. Very interesting individual. Uh, His dad died when he was four years old. He was actually one of nine children. When his dad passed, he was 41. He was actually an alcoholic. And uh, Dio's mother, of course, was left with nine children. Dio was in school, but he uh, dropped out of the school in the fifth grade. That's, that's where his formal education ended. But this man who uh, dropped out of school when he was in the fifth grade, God used in a great, great way. Uh, He held massive crusades. Thousands of people would come and hear him preach from President Grant to President Lincoln. He started the Illinois City Church, which eventually became the Moody Church. He published Christian hymns. He literally uh, spoke to over 100 million people. This was before advanced technology, spoke to over 100 million people. I am convinced that D.L. Moody was to the 19th century what Billy Graham was to the 20th century. I believe that there was nobody during D.L. Moody's day that was used of God like D.L. Moody was used. And what I want us to do, I want us to get our pail under his well, and I want us to look at this man, D.L. Moody, that God used in such a tremendous way, and I want us to see some things about his life that perhaps we can apply today and maybe would allow God to use us in a greater capacity. The first thing I want you to notice about D.L. Moody is he was fully surrendered to God. He was fully surrendered to God. D.L. Moody uh, got saved. Uh, There was a Sunday school teacher by the name of Kimball who led him to Christ in Boston. 
And after getting saved, he wanted to go to Chicago. But he went to Chicago basically as a businessman, and he wanted to make $100,000. Keep in mind, $100,000 in the 1800s was a massive amount of money. But as he went to Chicago, God grabbed hold of his heart, and he got a passion. He got a passion for children that were on the streets to get them in Sunday school. And before long, what mattered to D.L. Moody was not business, but it was boys and girls and reaching young boys and girls for Christ and discipling them to become champions for God. It was on one day, a certain day, that he had a friend by the name of Henry Varley. And Henry Varley said these words to D.L. Moody. It remains to be seen what God will do with a man who gives himself wholly to God. Mr. Varley said to him, it's not been seen what God can do with an individual that gives himself wholly to God. And D.L. Moody said, I want to be that man. I want to be that man. I truly believe that God used D.L. Moody because he was fully surrendered to God. And God uses people that are fully surrendered to him. You know what's interesting? The word Savior we find 39 times in the Bible. But we find the word Lord 7,830 times. See, God wants to be more than your Savior. He wants to be the Lord. He wants to call the shots. And that only happens when we're fully surrendered to him. D.L. Moody said, God doesn't seek gold or silver vessels, but he must have clean ones. God doesn't seek gold or silver vessels, but he must have clean ones. And if God's going to use you, if God's going to use me, it's going to be because we're fully surrendered to God. But not only was D.L. Moody fully surrendered to God, but D.L. Moody was a man of prayer, a man of prayer. One of his associates in ministry was R.A. Torrey. And R.A. Torrey said this. He said, Moody was a greater prayer than he was a preacher. Even though he was a great preacher, he was a greater prayer than he was preacher. It was said on one occasion that Moody needed $20,000 for the ministry. And he got down on his knees and said, God, I need $20,000. Send it in a way that I will know it comes straight from thee. And God did. Because D.L. Moody was a man of prayer. He said, I'd rather be a great prayer, the great preacher, because Jesus never taught his disciples how to preach, but he did teach them how to pray. D.L. Moody said, I never prayed long prayers, but I never went long without prayer. He said, he who kneels most stands best. 
He said we ought to see the face of God every morning before we see the face of man. He said a man who prays much in private will make short prayers in public. God used D.L. Moody. And God wants to use you. But I promise God uses people that are people of prayer. And God used D.L. Moody because he was fully surrendered. And because he was a man of prayer, he was a man who sought the Lord. There's a third reason why God used D.L. Moody. He was a deep and practical student of the Bible. He was a deep and practical student of the Bible. D.L. Moody was constantly studying his Bible. He had no formal education. As I say, a fifth grade education. His grammar was very, very bad. I remember one occasion he was rebuked for his grammar, and he said to the lady, I'm using all the grammar I have to honor and glorify God. He was constantly studying the Bible. He's famous for saying, God didn't give us the Bible to increase our knowledge. God gave us the Bible to change our lives. Yes, he was fully surrendered, a man of prayer, a deep practical student of the Bible. But there's a fourth thing about D.L. Moody. He was a humble man. He was a humble man. Many times he would go to speak at a convention, and he would take his thumb and he would point to the men that were in the choir behind him, and he would say, there are better men coming to preach after me. There are better preachers coming to preach after me. D.L. Moody understood something. He understood Isaiah 57 and 15 that says God's in two places. He's in the heavens and he's in the humble. John said in John 3 and 30, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase and I must decrease. Charles Stanley, I was hearing a conversation between Charles Stanley and his son, Andy. And Andy was interviewing his dad, and his dad said, every morning I begin the day on my knees. Every night I end the night on my knees. He said, there's something about kneeling before God and God uses people that are humble, people that know how to kneel before God, people that know how to deflect praise, people who know how to say, I'm sorry, people who know how to honor others. D.L. Moody was famous for saying, right now, I'm having so much trouble with D.L. Moody that I don't have time to find fault with any other fella. God used D.L. Moody because he was a humble man. If you humble yourself, God will exalt you. If you exalt yourself, God will humble you. There's a fifth thing about D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody had freedom from the love of money. He had freedom from the love of money. If D.L. Moody had taken the royalties over the hymn books, that he published, 
He could have had millions of dollars, but he wouldn't do that. Millions passed through his hands, but it never stuck to his hands. My father used to say that a dollar bill is the best yardstick for measuring the character of any individual. D.L. Moody had freedom from the love of money. See, money's not the root of all evil, but the love of money is the root of all evil. And I just want to challenge you to trust God. You get the vision and let God provide the provision. If God doesn't provide the provision, perhaps it wasn't his vision. I'm celebrating right now at Rock Springs Church 30 years being the pastor, 30 years. I've never one time asked for a raise. I've just always believed that God would take care of that. I go and preach wherever I'm invited to go and preach. I never ask, what's the crowd size? How much are you going to pay me? Those are never issues because where God guides, he provides. And where he leads, he succeeds. Now, I believe that the, the labor is worthy of his hire. I believe you ought to pay the people of God for the service that they do. But don't become consumed. Get freedom from the love of money because it will literally destroy you. It will literally sidetrack you. And I've seen it do that to many individuals. There's a sixth thing about D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody had a passion for the lost, a passion for the lost. He was speaking one night in Chicago, and he preached on the text, what will you do with Jesus? And he told the people, go home and think about it and come back next week and make a decision. Between that week, the great Chicago fire happened, literally burned down Moody's home, Many people lost their lives. He said, I'll never again tell people to wait. I'll always challenge people to make a decision right then for Christ. And I say to pastors, it's not enough to preach from the pulpit. It's not enough. You need to be personally sharing your faith. You need to be personally inviting people to church. It's not enough that you're a worship leader. It's not enough that you're a Sunday school teacher. You need to be sharing what Christ has done in your life personally. He that went of souls is wise. D.L. Moody made a covenant that he'd never go 24 hours without talking to somebody about Christ. On one occasion, he was in bed, and he realized almost 24 hours had passed. He gets up during the middle of the night, goes down on the street. There's a man leaned up against a light post. D.L. Moody goes up and starts talking to him. Then he shares Christ. That man says to D.L. Moody, leave me alone. It's none of your business whether or not I know Christ. The next day, that gentleman told a friend of his what D.L. Moody had done. This friend knew D.L. Moody, and he goes to D.L. and he says, D.L., you're doing more harm than good. You've got zeal without knowledge. You've insulted a good friend of mine. D.L. Moody said, I felt bad, but I kept sharing Christ. Weeks passed. 
He said, one night I was in my room and somebody started pounding uncontrollably on my door. And he said, I opened the door and there stood that man under the lamppost. And he said, I haven't slept in weeks. I haven't slept since you spoke to me and shared Christ with me. And then he said to D.O. Moody, what must I do to accept Christ? And D.O. led him to faith in Jesus. He was referred to many times as Crazy Moody because he had such a passion for reaching people for Jesus. On one occasion, one gentleman said to him, D.O. Moody, I don't like your soul winning plan. And D.L. Moody said, what's your plan? He said, I don't have one. And D.L. Moody said, I like my plan better than your plan. Let me tell you the seventh thing about D.L. Moody. He had the power of the Holy Spirit. He had the power of the Holy Spirit in his life. He would go and preach, and there was two elderly ladies at his speaking engagements. One of those ladies' name was Auntie Cook. The other was Mrs. Snow. And every time he would go and preach, they would say, D.L., we're praying that you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. D.L. Moody said, don't pray for me to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray for the lost to be saved. They said, we're praying for you to be endued with power from on high. Let me say something, ladies and gentlemen. There is the anointing of God. There's something different when God places his hand on an individual. There's something different when a person experiences a wind from elsewhere. They said, Deal, we're praying that you experience the power of the Holy Spirit. It was said after that that Deal Moody was on Wall Street in New York, and he says he was walking, praying. The power of God fell upon him. And he went to a friend, and he said, can I, can I borrow a room? And D.L. Moody went into that room and just prayed more, and the presence of God came in such a fashion that eventually he said, God, withhold your hand lest I die. God, withhold your hand I can't stand anymore, lest I die. D.L. Moody said, I went back in the pulpit. I preached the same sermons, but the results were different. People responded different. There was a difference because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Calvary's for pardon, but Pentecost is for power. And in this day, we need the power and the presence of of the Holy Spirit more than anything else. Many churches are starting at 11 o'clock sharp and ending at 12 o'clock dull because they have everything but the Holy Spirit in their midst. Somebody said 95% of the churches in America, if the Holy Spirit was taken out of the churches, they wouldn't have to change a thing next Sunday morning. That's sad because the New Testament church was totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit. What do we learn from D.L. Moody? We learn we need to be fully surrendered. We need to be men and women of prayer. We need to be deep, practical students of the Bible. We need humility. We need freedom from the love of money, a passion for the lost, 
and the power of the Holy Spirit. It was said on one of the last things that D.L. Moody said, he said, one day you're going to read in the newspaper that D.L. Moody's dead. Don't believe a word of it because he said, then I'll be more alive than I've ever been. I pray as D.L. Moody lives in heaven, his life also lives on through the lessons that we can learn from a great man of God, D.L. Moody. Let me pray for you. God, as we bow our heads and our hearts in your presence, I thank you for those that have gone on before us. I thank you, Lord, for those that are in heaven's grandstand cheering us on. And I believe one is there by the name of D.L. Moody. May we take the principles that he applied. May we apply them to our lives. And may we be more effective for kingdom work. We love you, God. We thank you for the time we've had together. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' lovely name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's Leeds Club session. We hope you feel encouraged and empowered. If you would like more information or resources about leadership, be sure and check out our website at rockspringsonline.com slash leadership. Join us next time for more insights on leadership, personal growth, and encouragement. As you walk with God, we want to help you get to the next level.